There is enough here for UFO stuff, if that's something that bites between all three of us, like if we're enjoying doing this, that I could see that becoming a consistent theme for us going forward. There's... I'm, sure. I'm totally in for that. I'm put... yeah. That video of that Saskatchewan dude, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And I've been to Falcon Lake, and they made a, a, a coin of that incident. And like even on the Canadian government, they have uh, a list of like famous UFO sightings. So, and I know a couple of members of MUFON somehow. Um, yeah. You you actually know members? Mm-hmm. It, it just turns out because really? they found out what I was doing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like I'm a member of MUFON." I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Sorry. And what 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 is MUFON? the largest civilian organization of uh, UFOologists and documenters uh, in North America and the world. So you can just sign up and they'll keep you in the newsletter and stuff, but they have like trackers and every day you can go on and refresh the page and see at what point they saw a UFO and where. What? Um, What a fucking time we live in, man. Yeah. <laughs> this man, this organization has been around since the seventies, hasn't it? I think it's been around a while. It's been around a long oh, time. Really? Yeah. Like it, you know, it, uh, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. UFOs just completely scare the fuck out of me. Like UFOs, aliens, and shit like that. Like I've, I've watched a few X Files, mm-hmm. but it just used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. So I never really watched it. Um, up until like what, like six months ago or something, something came out the news that was huge about it and like everything, like the cat was basically on the bag. And the cr- it was, was the coronavirus bill. It was a bill that was passed. Oh, was it? Yeah, so there was a bill that was being passed that had to do with the pandemic and the coronavirus and they just fucking slipped in mm. all classified files of uh, unidentified yeah. aerial, um, what is it, AEPs? There's like a new name they're calling it. It's not... Mm. UFO. It's um, unidentified aerial phenomenon. What scared you about it? UAP. UAP. Yeah, UAP. Yeah, yeah. 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 Attic, yeah, what enlighten us? We we should maybe record this. Uh, We are currently recording. We're 32 minutes in. We uh, we got plenty of banter we can uh, move around, but we haven't (laughs) introduced ourselves, and I probably should do that. So... (laughs) Hey there, bud. <laughs> Welcome to Bearded and Bored. I'm your host, Tim. This week, I am joined by my fellow co-host, Sean. Hey there, bud. And Attic. So, uh, This week, we are kind of talking about UFOs. Uh, it's an interest for all of us. And uh, leading up into the show, a little bit of the banter beforehand, uh, Attic was mentioning that uh, up until recently, when a bunch of this information was released uh, from the States... You, you had a bit of a fear of UFOs, and I'm, I'm kind of curious about why. Because, like, I, I'm not saying that's wrong. I think I have a little bit of that fear, too. Like, if I like to sit in my house and think about it, I really wouldn't want to be out camping and see it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah. w- what fear is that in you? Like, what does that, like, evoke? The biggest thing for me was the fact that <clears throat> us growing up, right, 
Yeah. A lot of movies were centered around aliens attacking Earth, right? Uh, like, okay. you know, you'll have the odd ones like E.T. and stuff like that, but there's a lot of movies where aliens were attacking Earth or aliens attacking other planets. Where they're the aggressor. And, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And to me, I it freaked me the fuck out because I was just like, I don't, you know, if this thing does actually happen, because I, I always like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't really believe in UFOs. But like in the front of my mind, I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. Like the science is kind of, you know, hard to deny, right? But it's the fact that they could attack, and that's all I've seen is that they can attack me, and I could literally do fucking nothing. Yeah, it, it's something uncontrollable. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you watch like all the remember like X Files and shit like that. Yeah, like and they do like and these these aliens were doing some creepy ass shit, right? And and we were kids when X Files was out, so like I'd watch it and I'd just be like, oh my god, I'm gonna get attacked by aliens tonight. I stop watching this, you know. <laughs> you and were just, bred just, to I, fear them as a kid. A hundred percent. We left, we all like, were. And, and I never really read anything about them up until like recently. Mean, I never really, honestly, really thought about it up until recently. And again, this all this stuff came out, and I was just like, oh fuck! I'm like, this is like these videos are pretty fucking cool, you know? <laughs> like, this is actually some awesome stuff, man. I I I, I think it's funny that like because X Files is like the show that pops to mind for you that that's what you saw you saw the the attacks and stuff like that the the action movies where I was raised more so in the Star Wars Star Trek universe where my heroes were aliens my like uh, the way that the universe was built was like humanity was a part of that not even necessarily always a leader so like. I look up and I see this big universe that we're such a small part of, as opposed to like the universe coming down and crashing and tearing us apart. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm with you, Tim. I'm huh, with you. That's on interesting. That one. You, you know well, what? And, and and when I was watching Star Wars and You Hope today too, I was just like, I fucking wish that I was watching this as a kid. It just because it would have been cool to to grow up on something like that, or like grow up, or even Star Trek or something. Cause like I, all mm-hmm. I all I watched was fucking Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, man. Like it's all I literally watched, right? There's so nothing wrong cool with that. that. You mentioned that there was nothing wrong with that, but it's cool that you mentioned that because I was thinking about that earlier today when I was watching. I was like, "Fuck, this would have been so." I'm like, "It's cool in my 30s." I'm like, "Imagine <laughs> watching this," and I was like, "Oh yeah, man, <laughs> right? yeah." So like, <laughs> Tim and I have like a, an intrigue or a wonder when it comes to aliens, right? <clears throat> Where I guess you just were you feared them. Yeah, right? like I'm sure you probably also watched all the alien movies. Not one yeah. alien movie are they not here for other yeah. reasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> They're here for terrifying things. So what 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 intrigued you about them, Sean? Like what 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 made them just the fact that they can like fly in saucers are coming to Earth and like what what you know what caught your attention? What caught my attention? Well, I've always had my attention on it, even as a kid. Remember the show Unsolved Mysteries? Oh my God! Yes, vaguely. They yeah. always they always had um, extraterrestrial <sighs> extraterrestrial encounters. They Is always that the had one with the old dude. Oh, wasn't old at the time. But he might be <laughs> old now if he's. I don't even Go remember on. his name, but uh, but yeah, like it was it was the guy he he'd walk he'd walk out in like a dark forest with fog on the yes. ground and he'd say it yes. was November. 1935. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. If we pause right here for a second, I'm going to insert it for when we play the show. Yes. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> that. Nice. The music, everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's how it started for me. 
as as a kid and i always like i followed it in the, in the news in like just the media whatever anything that would have come up a story sure i'd read about it but i never held much faith in it anything really it being true mm-hmm. um i would I, I, I don't know if i deny but i definitely am curious mm-hmm. because like and we've talked about this briefly before with how many like exoplanets that are even in our own solar or our own uh, galaxy yeah is the numbers are insane how couldn't there be life but i mean like life in maybe a microscopic form right like just life in general you know single-celled organism or multi-celled organism whatever it might be all the way up to oval-headed big-headed green aliens with the giant eyes i thought you were about to go description (laughs) no (laughs) no although like yeah because it had to fit their big brain yeah it was still it's kind of the same thing uh yeah i don't know if i ever actually gave it much thought like it was like a reality but there was that moment when you would click on the tv because you have to used to click the dial over <laughs> that's right and that's right <laughs> it was that tube and it was like the film was a little bit grainy but when Unsolved Mysteries came, because I wasn't really thinking about that until you said it, but when that guy walks out and the gravity, because he also talked about, like, I always put it in my head with America's Most Wanted, like that same tone. Yeah. You had an intense, intense, direct, There's, articulate. Yeah. Like when I was doing The Midnight mm-hmm. Owl, that's kind of the thing that I was trying to, to steal off of. Um, <laughs> whether or not I ever actually got there. But uh, <laughs> he 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 comes out and it's and it, it was an adult and he was speaking intelligently and directly about it and then after that you have uh those the scenes where it's like reenactments and it's obviously a reenactment yep. but you have other adults well talking about it and no one's shaming anybody for being like mm, fucking drunk like yeah. you're it, crazy it, it was it was all in this own little universe of reality that like Maybe when the show was over, you knew better, or maybe you were going to sleep and you're like, "Yeah, they're gonna come through the fucking windows today, and I'm gonna <laughs> like, I'm gonna have yes. sleep paralysis, and I'm gonna see the lights in the room, and they're like, nothing's gonna be okay." Yeah, it, it was that moment of wonder that like is so hard to get now with so much information that we have, but like that, the Bermuda Triangle. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god! But like you, and, and when they, we would bring on an army pilot who's like a captain and served for 40 years. Like you're like, Holy shit. This has to be real. He's a fucking army guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you guys think aliens like actually look like? Has there been any sort of like, I mean, in, 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 in my opinion, I think there's like four or five different types. You know what I mean? Like here we have like, you know, where you're, you're black, or you're white, or Asian, or whatever it is, I feel like that's kind of what it is for aliens. But it's like big head, small head, smaller head. You know, there well, it'd are... be based on their. Sorry, Tim. It'd um, be based on, I think, on their evolution. Yeah. If they yeah. evolved similar to us, like yeah. For, well, for life to evolve, like we're carbon-based life forms. Maybe they're a different base. Maybe they're like a, um, a different building block. 
Yeah. So they would totally, they would evolve differently. They would evolve differently based on like the distance of their sun to their planet. There'd be so many factors that I don't even think I could imagine. Going yeah, back to our uh, Mandela effect uh, conversation as well. Like maybe it's the robotic life form or synthetic life form that a previous alien species built. So like it is mm. not only their evolution, but also their art and philosophy that would design into an aesthetic that they would find either utilitarian or beautiful or something like that. Yeah. But then even then, if it was a uh, artificial intelligence that was truly intelligent, it would then improve upon itself. But like, yeah, you could have a couple forms removed from a natural order or yeah, a completely different base. Um, well, earth, earth is only 4.3 billion years old. The universe is 18. Yeah. 18, 18 point something billion years old. So like we're our evolution, our, our time in the universe is minuscule. So who's to say there isn't those ancient civilizations. That's true. That have even possibly on earth too. Like uh, who knows if we we've previously left and come back. So accurate. Absolutely. Like, have you guys ever seen that? Um, it's like an, an example of uh, on a, on a bar scale or a bar graph earth's time frame or sorry human civilization's time frame based on earth yeah just like because it's the difference of like 4.3 billion to let's say uh humans have been around for two two hundred thousand yeah you know the difference between two hundred thousand and four billion is it's crazy it's like 0.01 to the power of 20 like you know like 0.020 more zeros one percent the time frame is absolutely absurd well, I feel like Ancient Aliens has gone like a little bit too far. Like I would like another show to come out that was more condensed and like a little less like we need to make so many episodes. But like one of the yeah. points that they They raised, had a contract, you could tell. Right? <laughs> I'm going to keep growing my hair out and keep saying wild things, man. Like it kind of lost the 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 point like a, a while back, but like there was the one uh, thing that stuck with me ever since then that has really colored the way that I see it is, yeah, okay, the oldest human being, I don't know what the exact is, like 200, 300, like right around that area, 300,000 years old. But all religions have a flood story. And like you look at like where Egypt yeah. was built and how at the time it was like almost a tropical thing. And they've pretty much determined the Sphinx had a different face on it at a certain point till someone didn't like that. So, you know, if we've only been around for 300,000 years recorded history and how, you know, parchment and everything could have degraded or gone away or who knows, it could have been a biotechnology before. Yeah. Um, you go back 600,000 years before that, like, is that possible? There was another precursor species where like or you know 10 million years ago for a 200 300,000 years was there a different species here it's uh, it, oh, fuck it's so cool yeah and you say 10 million years ago and you're like wow that that's a long time earth's 4.3 billion yeah, you know not, how many t- yeah. 10 millions go into that yeah, yeah. 400,000 what if Earth right, like is that's just a the, long ass time? What if Earth is just the womb of the rest of the universe where species are born Could here? Be, man. We fuck it up enough. We have to get out. It heals. <laughs> oh, new species great. just comes up. <laughs> Look at you coming that's up with new theories. Theory. I love it. Yeah, that's, no, I love like it. Completely new. I love it. 
the frustrating <laughs> thing is I've always dreamed of being a, a writer, but I'm illiterate. So this is as far as I can take a story. <laughs> if I could just hand that off to the next person, like here's the story, here's write idea. the show. You're an idea guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've got like Hold Bristol on. boards so- and like whiteboards of ideas, but that's as far as I can take it. I'm just. Not <laughs> yeah. So let's, can I ask a question about the pyramids here? Yeah. Absolutely. So, is there a theory behind it? I don't know if it's real or not, but a theory behind it that, like, humans could not have built it. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Um, they believe in ancient ancient technology, like advanced technology. Yeah. Had something to do with it because, like, the so blocks are technology. laser laser precision. Like, yeah. there's there's some of those stones they say cannot even be as precise as the technology we currently have. Shut in terms up, of like really, cutting stone eh? with water, like it's still not as precise as those stones. Apparently, do, do you and think that, was that technology slaves. was used back then? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you really think that was technology was used back then, or who knows? Kind of mm. built with something else. It's still a mystery. That's the amazing thing behind the pyramids. I don't like when people underrate humanity because when you're born, very easy right now. <laughs> all you can do is what? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> When all you can do is watch a fire, like your mind gets bored. And there was these schools of like uh, where they treat magic and mathematics as the same thing. And people would dedicate their lives to it, which comes up with like that. My mind can't comprehend it because I max out at about grade 10 math. That's just where I'm at. I've accepted it. I've moved on. Um, but there's these people like Pythagoras and stuff like that throughout the ages that can just understand the numbers. That being said, I I question whether an army of slaves dragging rocks and bashing them and putting them together would be able to build something like the pyramids over and over yeah. again without an outside influence. I, yeah. I don't know wild the uh and even crazy even uh they found i can't like citate this specifically but they've found an ancient computer have you heard of this yeah it's like um it almost looks like a little clock and it's completely like encased in like obviously it's been oxidized for years it's like i think they said it might be like iron tin or some type of metal with rock and it, they carbon dated it. I can't recall the how how old it is, but it's essentially um, the workings of the very first computer that like we did in you know the 60s when they first started creating computers. Yeah. It was a it was a, a a device that would computate you know ones and zeros essentially like a computer does. I think it was a ancient Greek device if I remember correctly, and uh, yeah. they found it at the bottom of a lake somewhere. Just, yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. How, how long ago was this found? Oh, it's like maybe, maybe tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like dating back to the Holy very first humans shit, who dude. only like just discovered fire. Like, That's crazy, right? Like, don't like don't. I'm sure there was like those civilizations had their um, uh, Newtons and their Einsteins. Like, I'm sure they had their intelligent people. How intelligent? How like like? I, mean, I don't I, know if they're still capable of 
when it was produced. Yeah, I, I, I really don't think back then they would have been capable of that. Like, I, 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 I think that there was like, there's got to be some help from outside of the universe. Like to bring that type of technology back then, like we're still discovering shit now. Right. And, and, I, and I feel like we're at a time now where we have, you know, and, and I'm sure like things are going to get better, but we, we have a, like there's some of the smartest people in the fuck like, like, you know, you're, you're, you're talking like, um, what's his name there from Tesla? Elon Musk. What the hell Elon. Is Elon. Yeah. Like you, you have people like him in the world right now, you, you know, and like those guys are super fucking smart and know their way around technology. Like back and they have the tools to do it back then. Like, I really don't think anybody would have had those types of tools to even start looking at something like that. Right. Yeah. I That's wonder... why I think there's like an alternative life life form here helped or something of some sort. Well, that's something I wonder about is like, uh, if it isn't a direct influence, like what were the muses? What were the gods of old? And like a lot of people say the gods have gone or, you know, never existed. Uh, I, I have no idea on that front. Uh, but the idea of a muse, the idea like, cause I, I'm, I always got the paranormal bent, but like if the world is mathematics or the universe is made up of a stable set of laws and mathematics, the right whispers and the right ears to open up people to these new ideas is probably the most uh, likely influence I could see from an alien species. Mm -hmm. And yeah, maybe they don't need to speak to people in dreams anymore. They've got the internet and they can just send an instant message (laughs) to start the mind's thinking. Yeah. It's very much like I'm influenced in that by Gene Roddenberry and the Vulcans uh, he created in Star Trek where uh, you don't want a species to give them the technology because they become dependent on you. They stop mm-hmm. thinking for themselves. So they have to reach a certain level of technological and cultural relevance to then join the greater world or the greater mm-hmm. universe. So, yeah, I don't know. I've always questioned what are the muses? What are those whispers yeah. that the artists and poets and mathematics uh, mathematicians heard? Have you ever seen a line graph of the technological advancement of mankind? Yeah. It skyrockets at like one very specific point. I can't think of the exact date, but it was, you know, in the 1900s, early 1900s, in the advancement of um, not just like computers, but like just electricity in general. Yeah. It's like, it's insane how quickly exponential growth. Like it just... Explodes. just spikes up like that like yeah. and, and and wow like in a matter of like 10 years basically a 10-year period it just and that's like the biggest point in history that could just be a result of what was discovered like being able yeah. to you know take the energy we can create and make it more compact mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. boosted the, like i guess that technological advancement but if you still look at the graph it like dates back to, like tens of thousands of years and it's still just very notable difference that's fucking cool, though. Like, <laughs> you, you, you see the evolution of technology. That's fucking cool. Uh, since we're talking about different kind of uh, interactions that uh, we've had with the universe and maybe aliens with us, uh, do you guys know? Are you guys familiar? Let me check that again because I got editing power. Nope, oh, lost Adam. <laughs> so, since we're talking about different kind of encounters and ways that we may be influenced by aliens, are you guys familiar with the scale? Uh, I think it's called the Hynix scale. Hynix scale. Yeah. I don't think so. 
okay. like civil like a type one civilization, type two civilization, type three civilization. Uh, you remember the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yes. Okay, it's based off of this man's scale. He he developed a encounter scale so that you could determine oh. how viable it was. Now, uh, sorry, I know what you're talking. Yeah, I was I was mistaken. I was thinking of a different scale in terms of the type of civilization a species can be. Yes, uh, and we talked Have you about heard of that? that. Yes, I think we talked yeah. about that on the Mandela Effect 2.0 episode. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So yeah, please continue with that one. I haven't I haven't heard this one. Okay. Uh, he was uh, a notable scientist, like well respected, uh, Alan Hynek. And in 1972, he wrote the book, The UFO Experience, A Scientific Inquiry. Now, I'm going to get some of the details wrong in this. Uh, I think it was about 56 UFO sightings were popping up all over the world. You got to take into consideration this is the same time that they're probably launching the first satellites. Uh, Mm -hmm. People are looking to space for the first time. There's all these new planes in the air. And the world was changing. A lot of people say at this time, too, after the development of uh, nuclear weapons, which brings us to Sean's point about the other scale, we just entered into a new classification as a civilization. So they can they think that that's when the aliens had a renewed interest in us. We just finished a world war. We made it out to the other side. We demonstrated a lot of nuclear bombs and H-bombs, and they were curious to see if we were going to destroy ourselves. Or start moving forward. That's so, fucking interesting. Heineck, uh, uh, he, he was separate from a lot of that. He was, during the Cold War, trying to keep things a little bit calmer. He got brought into Project Blue Book, which was the classified um, tracking of all of the different uh, UFO crashes and incidents within North America. And his job was to debunk everything that he could some say all some say that he was there to hide it but uh i think that he was just a respected scientist trying to do a job of likely these aren't real let's find out uh how to categorize people's encounters and move forward with this information Mm -hmm. um so uh yeah in the film the 1990s 1977 film close encounters of the third kind is uh, the third level of the scale that's just a good reference point for everybody. But uh, mm-hmm. we can start with... Okay. Uh, There's six classifications. I think he just did like the first three and then other people got a hold of it and they're a lot less scientific. It's more like aliens are real. This is how Star Child are born. But like Close Encounters of the First Kind is you're seeing lights in the night sky or daylight discs so we've seen a lot of those photos especially from the older shows have you guys ever seen like uh lights in the night sky um for for me like i see it but i know it's a plane like i've never really seen anything else like just i see some flashing lights and stuff like that but it's more of like a blink Mm. you know i haven't really seen anything more than that but Honestly, like, again, it, it goes back to me kind of being a little bit freaked out by them since <laughs> I was a kid and maybe like actually seeing something in my head. I try to play it off as something else because I've done that before. And like, I defense you, mechanism. You know what I mean? Exactly. A hundred percent. Cure your anxieties. Yeah. I totally get it. I, uh, when I, when I see like, so Attic, you'd know this, um, as a kid, we would always sit on our back deck, like before bed 
for hours and we just we'd stare at the sky something my mom loved to do she always made me and my sister do it and i think that's probably what started my like my uh my my love for the universe and the stars just as a kid i always used to stare at them and we'd always do that we'd see blinking lights be like is that a plane no that's a ufo we'd like totally joke about it just whatever and um if you do it long enough you start your eyes adjust and you start seeing satellites you can see you can see satellites as they pass through the night sky they mm-hmm. they because they reflect the sun so you can actually see it as it goes by and uh co- saw many comets so like i never ever thought awesome. truly <laughs> that it was aliens but it was you know it was always still in my mind like could be i've seen one instance comes to mind where i was driving late at night and it was a white ball of light and it just didn't move right like it, it would it would dip and then go forward and then 90 degree, 90 degrees to the like in any direction and then go forward but like it was all in this smooth motion and i don't know that's, what it was that sounds like ball lightning oh it's a phen- it's a it's a phenomenon but it is true and it has been documented and researched it so ball lightning it's the same as lightning but instead of it, um, the uh, po- the positively charged ions and negatively charged ions connecting yeah. and making that jump of energy and creating a lightning bolt, all those ions all like all get magnetically bound into a circle, and then they start to react, creating like turning the air into plasma. Because that's what uh, a lightning strike is. That's that you see that bright flash of light. That's plasma. That's the the energy from is so powerful that it turns the gas air into plasma, which is just uh, uh, particles with uh, their, their electrons are knocked off. Oh, that's cool. So, so, so the ball lightning, they theorize that it's just some type of magnetic field that's keeping them in a ball form for a oh, short shit. period of time. And they're just, they're reacting like it's just a ball of plasma that's just floating there. Wow. So would look into it it's crazy like clear, that explains it, it would happen on like a clear night or something or does it have to be like a you know like and, a cloudy night about to rain or something like that i'm sure the variables that go into it are astronomical you couldn't even guess them but uh, I, i'd say it's no different than uh, a regular thunderstorm with lightning right like how many times have you seen lightning when it's just been super hot out yeah that's yeah. true right heat lightning doesn't always touch the ground yeah. but i'm sure like the circumstances are just right for it to make a, a ball lightning. It's crazy. I'm hoping to reach out and talk to some of my family. My uh, grandfather told me a story once, and I don't clearly remember it, but uh, he was Air Force. And uh, him and my grandmother in late 50s, early 60s were stationed in France. And when they were driving down the road one night, there was a UFO came in behind them and started to follow their car. And, like, he was trying to get away from it. And this fucking thing just kept following him. And, like, to the point that he pulled over and the thing overshot him and went. But, like, he was Air Force. So he would have, you would think, have a very good idea of what was following him. And, like, he had he, French Canadians, so like, that very, the gravitas and, like, seriousness. Or at least that's how I always view my papier. But, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be a cool one for this as far as lights in the night sky. That's fucking uh- insane. And like, I hear those stories very intriguing and I don't, um, 
I don't discredit it at all, but that always, the way I think, it's just the way I think, I immediately go to, what's more likely, what do you think that was? You know? He was probably like, near an airfield and someone was buzzing the car. <laughs> or, or, or like, it could have just been like a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it could literally just have been uh, interpreted incorrectly. That's that, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and who's he was in France? Maybe he, you know, he had a little too many, uh, too many fermented grapes. It's possible. <laughs> it is possible. possible. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to discredit anything. That's just what I always tend to think about. You, like, you, what could it be? Do you know what it is though? It's it's again deep inside. Like, I know that aliens exist and stuff like that. There's got to be something else out there. The universe is too big for us just to be the only people in it. But you watch a lot of these videos and it's so hard to kind of to 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 believe it do you, do you know what i mean just because yeah. there's so much technology now that you can literally fucking do anything like we could yeah. put together a video of a fucking alien standing right behind us and look real as fuck right you should it's, it's so you should watch neil degrasse tyson talk about this he talked he's talked about it on uh bbc or pbs like on just like one of their um astro- astronomy talks mm-hmm. and he's talked about it with joe rogan on his podcast oh, and cool. he, he like he said like exactly what you say he's like what there are seven billion people with computers in their pockets yeah. with amazing photography amazing videography show me something that, that like looks good yes. right every Everything that's ever come out, like especially the new ones that were leaked recently, um, were uh, infrared cameras. Like, come on, can you, like you can't yeah. get me like regular, like a, yeah. a visible light camera. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like fucking light. Like, here's here's a, here's a gray, a black and gray, and gray screen with a, a a dot in the center of it. And no matter how fast I move my camera, the dot moves the same. It's like okay, okay, guys. <laughs> Did you clean the ca- the camera? Maybe there's like a, uh, a bird poop on it or something. Well, that's what I like. There was one guy who was making fun of like how blurry all of the Bigfoot photos are. And they're like, he must be an extra yeah. dimensional being and he's just not completely in phase. And that's why it's always blurry. I'm like, well, you know what? That's finally a good explanation. Sure. Or maybe he like, he has some type of evolutionary advantage where like any, he emits an electromagnetic field that blurs your camera. Yeah. Give me a good story if you're going to get right? weird with it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we can do a Bigfoot episode too. That'd be fucking fun. 100%. A hundred percent. I'm so excited. Look at that face. Oh, yeah. I've wanted to go hunting for Bigfoot. Like even if we just I call don't... it a camping trip and go hunting, we just drink a bunch it's of beer. And make... guys just like, we should create a web series of us hunting for Bigfoot. I'm like, if I fucking see Bigfoot, man. Like... All we'll do is sit around the campfire and just talk about how cool it'd be if we did find him and then we'd just never go out and find him. I'm... Exactly what would happen. <laughs> One of the other hosts on the network or channel, uh, his name is Chris, and he told me that he has an elf costume. Uh, uh, sorry, Alf costume. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He, yeah, so I was thinking, how great would it be if we staged like a Bigfoot video with just me coming out in the woods in an elf costume? Good. I love that. With your sense of humor, it would fit so perfectly. And to just have all the quick-witted comebacks that elf always had to seeing Bigfoot. 
Like he just look at Bigfoot and be like, "You think you're special?" <laughs> uh, before we move on to the uh, the encounters of the second kind, I'm just gonna hit first kind one more time. It's visual sightings of unidentified flying objects, seemingly less than 500 feet away. That was to dismiss anything like uh, radar balloons, everything at like really far distances that people were thinking of. So this is like a good filter for for us if we were ever deciding to go forward with doing UFO ones, we could kind of classify what the different encounters are like. Um, okay. One thing that I forgot that we were talking about when Attic was asking about the different kind of species, um, it would be interesting if we were to do an episode on like the big three or four that people report on seeing. Like you have the reptilians, you have the greys, you have the Martians, you have the little guys, you have the tall slender ones. Like there's a distinct like group of four that uh, yeah. that we could probably get into. The reptilian elite is a big one right now. Yep. That's awesome. I'd love I'd love to read about the different species and talk about them. That'd be awesome. That'd be a fun show to do. I would love to do an entire episode on greys and just try to freak you out with some of the stories people have of like how. But I'm already freaked out. I just shut my blinds. My curtains. <laughs> <laughs> just shut my fucking curtains here. Like fuck that. It was so. If you have sleep like, paralysis that. tonight, just know that they're coming for you. Oh, oh man. Great. Thanks. Um, the Washington okay. Boy Meets World or something like that to help put me to bed. You know. Go watch some friends, buddy. Watch that some always... friends. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Takes all your troubles away, man. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> oh God. I love you, but you can do better. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Uh, Close Encounters of the Second Kind, a UFO event in which a physical effect is alleged. This can be interference in the functioning of a vehicle or electronic device, animals reacting, a uh, physiological effect such as paralysis, uh, or heat and discomfort in the witness, or some physical trace like impressions in the ground, scorched or otherwise affected vegetation, so like the crop circles, or a chemical trace. So... This is where, like, the aliens are actually spo- supposedly interacting. What was that one called again? Close Encounters of the Second Kind. So, um, you hear this a lot when people are out for a drive, and they say that they have a lost time event, where they're driving, and it's 9.15, they look at the clock, they maybe notice some lights in behind them. They keep driving. The lights are following them. And then all of a sudden, it's 1045. They, they have this event where they can't account for that time, which I believe there's like a psychological reason for that because uh, I'm sure we've all been driving the same route to work over and over again to the point that like you get to work and you're like, holy fuck, I left the house. That's kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> or like you're driving and you're and like you're just zoned out driving, and then you're like, "Holy shit, I'm driving right now!" Yes, <laughs> you're yeah. like, "What have I been doing for the last 15 minutes?" Oh yeah, driving. I just wasn't consciously aware of it. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Well, there's even like a hypnosis that can come when you're you're driving on a long stretch. Um, it was part of my block dog episode, but I think there's actually uh, a, a different effect for it. But black dogs are often seen where your mind is kind of just bored, so it's filling in shit, which is frightening. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fucking freaky as hell. Um, mm-hmm. Oftentimes you'll hear about, uh, because of, like, if the aliens want to interact with you, 
they don't want you to remember what was happening. So like your your car will just sputter and die. Um, and then crop circles, which I don't really hear a lot about anymore. I, I think after everybody proved how easy it was to duplicate. It was big in the 70s and 80s, I think. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. huge in the 70s. Maybe yeah. in the 90s a little bit or... A little bit, yeah. A little bit in the nineties, but I started, that's why I think it started really to, to fucking really die down. Well, in the nineties, everyone started getting a little more, uh, uh, a little more adventurous with their stories after yeah, Star Wars true. came out and <laughs> after <true>. sci-fi just <laughs> launched in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, and then encounters of the third kind: a UFO, enc- UFO encounter in which an animated entity is present. These include humanoids, robots, and humans who seem to be occupants or pilots of a UFO. Um, so that'd be like when people are being probed and they have these aliens around them. So I'd say I'd start, and I'm sure the scale goes on to, like you said, to be a little more absurd or a little more creative, let's say. Yeah. Um, we're at the scale now where I'd probably have less faith. Yeah. Because... The stories are intriguing, sure. The um, whatever evidence might be around there to test, sure. The video footage, the pictures, whatever it might be, that's fine. Like great, something to look at, something to consider. But once it starts getting into these stories of uh, anal, like probing. being maybe ab- or uh, being abduct- abducted, uh, like really, I don't know. Like it's not that isn't possible i'm just i just take less faith in people i guess <laughs> i prefer the evidence you know me honestly I, I was thinking that in my head too i was just like you know i, I just feel like i've lost a lot of faith <laughs> I've, you know, I've said yeah. this before and i'll say i'll say it again witness testimonials are the worst type of evidence in yeah. the world yeah okay i hear you and generally i'm on that side but i i want to take uh the perspective of more of a believer if like we were gonna uh, you know someone has to so from <laughs> okay. that camp if i was to turn this around because we were talking about true crime earlier um and, and this is not comparing to real crime and murder and horrific events i'm just saying the the term victim blaming has come out a lot recently as far as like the way that you're supposed to uh, approach these crimes and a lot of these people are alleging a lot of physical uh, molestation, I guess is the word. Like they've been, you know, the, <laughs> the term anal probe we all hear because it's a fucking hilarious word. Um, but, you know, people uh, being burned or all this other stuff. Like, it, is that a psychological thing that people are harming themselves? Is that... Uh, like I, what, I wonder what that is. Is that an outside force that they're blocking out and attributing to aliens, or is that something more where they've been interfered with, and they're not getting the support they need in that kind of in context, like written off, like oh, you're fine, Billy, you were drunk. And in that, yeah. Well, and in that sense, I did. I'd probably be a little more sensitive with those people because, like, if there's something mentally mm-hmm. going on there that's where like sure like it can't you don't want to make fun of them for that because like yeah. in their brain they truly believe it and and that's fine but i like and i don't want to stray away from the believer side of things because 
I'm on this podcast. I'm doing this too. Like I, I'm, I'm totally with you, but I feel like I might be the guy here who's always going to maybe not have an answer for something, but at least have an idea to maybe. Which is why this is going to work side. if we can get both right? sides and play off each other. <laughs> yeah. And so we like, just keep trying to sway this... attic. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, it's, I, I, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, I was, all I was going to say was to like, to the stories and the testimonials and especially like the harmful things that uh, Tim was talking about. Um, psychosis is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Ma- manic, manic episodes. It's, uh, it's things that happen to people with mental, with, uh, with mental issues that like they, they'll black out and go into a manic episode and not be themselves for years and they'll come out of a manic episode and barely remember any of it psychosis is also a very scary thing people just like you and i can be predisposed to being schizophrenic and all it takes is one external um, circumstance to trigger a psychosis in which you start hearing things you start seeing things right so um i have a a friend of mine who actually works with those individuals specifically he's um he he uh he's in the healthcare industry and he provides uh like support and therapy for these people and he's uh obviously no names obvious but i've had some stories and like ceos businessmen you know guys in their 30s doing laborers work construction workers they just have exactly yeah and they never knew about it either it's like oh in your you're genetically predisposed it's in your genetics somewhere someone else in your family may have had it and the episode to them going into psychosis or just having schizophrenic episodes Mm -hmm. uh, never happened to them they never had that trigger yeah and like he's had ceos of businesses come in and be like dude what's wrong with me and he's like well you're genetically predisposed and you just your ceo you're stressed out something happened and you went into psychosis or like you started or you started your brain started doing weird things started hearing shit started seeing shit so that's where if those stories especially the immaculate ones that they tell in terms of alien abductions um i don't want to say i feel bad for them but i would hope that they would get the support they need compassion yeah exactly so what you're saying is that you don't think these are true at all. Some of them are arguably convincing. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I don't want to say, and like, I don't, I don't want to discredit anybody, of course. but I'm, I'm still that person. Like your brain is a powerful thing, powerful thing. And, uh, that's where I would, I, I still question even the most credible people. I just, had... I don't want to like, get, I don't want to, but what? I just had an amazing idea. Cause what if, okay. Have you ever heard, heard the, uh, the, the Salem witch trial, witch trial theory where they suggest that it was, uh, outbreak of psilocybin, uh, mold yes. growth. A lot of these, uh, stories that we have heard over the years have all come from farm fields. I wonder if like someone could look at the farmer's almanac for those years and just see what are the chances that there is an airborne mold. It was a hot, sunny day. I was driving with the windows down beside these cornfields and... Dude. That could be. 
And, and you, you talk about triggers too. I mean, when you're, you're on talking about the uh, like psychosis, you're onto like something. That, triggers like that can happen like that, right? Yeah, I'm. I'll always be the skeptical one, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Don't apologize. You need to maintain <laughs> that because that's how the show could work. If we're all just agreeing yep. with each other, it's no fun. If we can gently, yeah, but have I, d- I don't. Ideas. I don't want to be the guy everybody hates. <laughs> so, uh, never. Uh, just but, know my I'm genuine because I do have the wonder and the like I'm just, like I would it would be so fucking cool if aliens were real trust me I'm with you on that page I'm just gonna be the bad guy that's okay so, so the audience doesn't like, need to know you... that I agree with you 100% I'm just taking the opposite <laughs> view and just to add but a button to the uh, psilocybin thing alien. before, I'm so sorry, Attic. Uh, just to oh. do that before I lose the train of thought, I was thinking because uh, Joe Rogan and like the stoned ape theory, it would be fucking amazing if that was like the final twist where there's an explanation that there's this mold growth and that's why certain people driving through a field and then they had these experiences or working in a farm, blah, 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 blah. They had a psilocybin mushroom trip. And then it's like that second layer. It was like, oh, yeah, but these mold spores were sent to us by an alien race, and that's how they're interacting with us. And your mind is just interpreting it and layering in aliens on top of that because that's how you would explain the experience to yourself psychologically. But in fact, it is aliens on a different plane of existence. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, like, you'll always get the people chiming in who do mushrooms on a regular basis, and they'll be like, oh, totally. Totally. I totally see see shit like that all the time. And you'll get other people that are like, I do mushrooms all the time. I've never seen aliens. It's like, yeah, well, everyone's brain is different, right? Like, and it's to the point of like, not knowing, like you said, Tim, it was just in the air. I didn't, I'm not consciously thinking about getting high on shrooms. And then all of a sudden I ingest some. When you think about how culture was back in the sixties and seventies. And I know that was hippie culture, but that was, a minority of people there was a lot of buttoned up like reserved people at the time that would have no context christians and catholics they would have no context for what a mushroom trip was like no i just apologize for uh stepping on you attic what were you gonna say buddy um what the hell was i gonna say um i think oh i think so sean so do you you believe in aliens right like you or or are you you're not 100 percent on it because there's really like no hard evidence or footage or something like what's what, um, what, what, what what's 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 your stance on it my stance is like it's no, no, no not enough proof for me yet but i am open to more evidence i, I i'm not going to sit here and say no and i'm also not going to sit here and say yes say, i okay. okay it's just the, cr- the critical mind that i have uh, like there's out there but you just want some evidence to be prove it. Yeah, I, 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 I want, I want to see it. I want to see an alien. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, there's a part of me that is, mm-hmm. that says yeah. no, aliens yeah. definitely exist as a single-celled organism on another planet, right? Because that would make way more sense. There's water in the moons of Jupiter, yeah. right? Like, like it would totally make sense. That's intriguing intelligent life that is more technologically advanced than us i'm a little more skeptical of those are my beliefs and that's why we're on this first steps of this journey (laughs) i i think just like 
aliens having like a lot more knowledge of technology is just the fact that like they and who knows if this is fucking true right but like to bring the saucer ship you know that's fueled by energy we probably know nothing about you mm -hmm. know just to be able to kind of fly out there and fly into earth you know what i mean and that's my one that's that's me with my wonder mm -hmm. right you you yeah, yeah. you traveled um light years thousands of light years mm -hmm. to get to us show me how what do you know about energy control that we don't yeah right and that goes to the the civilization type that i was talking about before i, I, I wish i knew the carve scale it's it's called carves carve scale i think type one civilization is a civilization that ha that can um possess the energy from its planet from its whole planet meaning all of its resources turned into energy usable energy that's type one civilization type two civilization is a civilization that can control the energy of its solar system type three civilization is energy of its galaxy wow. which is and you know what earth is currently sitting at on the car curve scale 0 0.7 type civilization so we're not even at one we're not even at the full resources of our planet or the full energy of our planet. That's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. What's this called? <laughs> what scale? Car I think it's the carves scale. I, I could be wrong, but if you just type that into Google, it'll, it'll correct you. <laughs> I believe it was a scientist, a, a German or a Russian scientist that came up with it. A physicist. Here at Bearded and Bored Ufology, we are not experts. We're just <laughs> people on a journey of greater learning. That's right. Um, email us your thoughts, beard aboard at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth. So uh, encounters of the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth kind. Uh, I'm just going to briefly go through these ones. Um, uh, an encounter of the fourth kind is a UFO event in which a human is abducted by a UFO or its occupants. We're no longer on the Hynek scale. We're on more like UFOologists have taken this over and they wanted to classify further uh, uh, interactions with aliens. Uh, the fifth kind uh, involves a direct event of communication between aliens and humans. Uh, the sixth kind is it involves the death or uh, death of a human or an animal uh, and possibly, oh, sorry. And then the seventh kind is the creation of a human alien hybrid star children, um, either by sexual reproduction or by artificial and scientific methods. So, yeah, it, it, it leaves the realm. That's more of like, like a like that's more along the lines of like the conspiracy theories, yeah. right? That we are a product of, like our evolution is a product of ancient or alien civilization visiting us and progressing us. Mm -hmm. Like, shit, that sounds cool too. <laughs> but yeah, when you said awesome. that the inner the um, encounters of a fifth kind was um, a death to a human or an animal, yeah. Um, the reason why that grabbed my attention was because have you not heard of any encounters of people reporting um, mysterious like death of their cattle, like yes. a herd, yeah, just all dead, no reason why. I believe those stories are out there. So like these, the scale is seems like it could is based on possible um, you know encounters people have reported. Uh, we will definitely have to do one on cattle mutilation because. 
there <laughs> is like a, a basically... I never thought I'd ever hear that sentence out of your mouth. I was I was looking into the chupacabra and I was gonna do an episode on it and there wasn't oh, yeah. quite enough to California. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm, so I'm with you on that cool. one. Uh, and Very like cool. they've pretty much determined what it is, but there's a highway of uh, cattle mutilations that like for whatever reason, like ten fucking cows you'll wake up in the morning and they're they're seared and they're opened up and like mutilated in all these interesting and like disturbing fucking ways but are precise yes some are very like visceral some are precision precision like cuts so they can't determine place it depends there's different kind of like categories of them so some will be cut like in the exact same way and then others will be like mauled in a very specific way, but uh, or like an isolated incident. There's a lot of those too, and uh, yeah, or like a, a single like mark, but like ten of them are dead. So the it not enough that like an animal would could, could die from it. It would seemingly, but like it just they're gone. Um, they don't know, like, in, and to propose other things that people thought, like, maybe it was serial killers, like, amping themselves up. So that would be their first strikes. But then also, uh, like, aliens, uh, for whatever reason, the cattle, like, examining them. But also uh, Satanists. There was a big push to, mm. to, to see if there was any kind of cult worship if there were, because of oh, yeah. how ritualistic and precise these kills were. And like Crazy. some have like these scorch marks on them, but like in areas that like a cow is not a small animal, nor is it easy to move oh. if it doesn't want to. <laughs> and if you're sneaking up at it at a night to manipulate a cow to do what you want to then burn it in a very specific way would not be an easy task. So yeah. like you, you look at these like burn marks on them and it's like, <laughs> how did a farmer not hear this in the field adjacent? Like how did... How did what the fuck happened here? Like it's so cool. Not for the cow. No, no, but yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, and like uh, we could get into the the seventh kind. Uh, you talked about like yeah, past manipulation by an alien species to help us evolve, and then there's also the current like uh, conspiracy theory stuff of maybe aliens are trying to work their way into like if they create star children, humanity would be less likely to just outright attack it if it's something familiar like they're almost creating a brand of like yeah, uh yeah. ambassadors like an entire breed which it's, it's, i think like psychologically would backfire yeah. <laughs> like men in black like men in breed black. right on earth right oh my god there's so many great men in black stories too have you guys ever heard uh, like dipped into those no so you're like, talking are, are you saying they're real like the men in black are real like a yeah. real Organizations that cover up the knowledge, like the knowledge of aliens. Like there's people who report stories of being like of abductions or seeing something strange. And then all of a sudden somebody was following them in a black truck or someone knocked on their door wearing a suit, you know, shit like that. When I was doing the Mothman (laughs) episode, my door after this, I'm fucking telling the fuck up. (laughs) When I did the Mothman episode, where it's like FBI has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's swatting us as we speak. Uh, when I did the Mothman episode, there was a group of people that came into town, and it it quickly devolved from what somebody was 
legitimately trying to do as Men in Black to like a guy would walk in, be really weird, steal a stapler and make a break for it. Like it is it, almost like there's an organization of like Men in Black imposters even. It, oh, that's funny. <laughs> it, um, have you guys ever seen the TV show Fringe? Yes. Oh no, my god. So they they're agents that handle the the universes so that there's no overlap. There's a uh, in the in Fringe spoilers. <laughs> there's <laughs> parallel universes, and there's these. What are they called, Tim? I can't remember their name. Mm. They have a name, but like they're they're bald. They have no. Um, no hair, no eyebrows, bald, and they and uh, and what's it? What is it? They eat, they have to eat spicy things. What is it that? Yeah, they basically oh, Tim, eat blanking. like an, an entire thing of pepper. I it has been a few years since I've seen it, so I don't quite. Yeah, remember. but like, but they do strange things, and they have like their notebooks that they write in. And it's like hieroglyphs. It's like yeah. Oh, Attic, I'm surprised you've never it's fringe. Ask Bree. I bet she's. I've, I know she's watched it. The first season is fantastic. It gets a little oh, it, off the rails after that. It oh, it gets very off off the rails, but it's 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 awesome. It was a great show. The dad is one of the best characters in any kind of science fiction show. The best. He and he always needs a cow. Yes. He always needs a cow in their basement, right? In yep. his lab. There's always a cow. What's her name? He has a, a name for her. Like, like, like we're talking a pet cow here? Or what are you talking just, about? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just so you can experiment. You gotta watch it. I'll check yeah. it out. I could never tell if he was like evil or something. Okay. We are coming up onto an hour and a half. And with our intro, this is pretty much a solid hour episode. Uh, we were going to talk about the Saskatchewan incident. But we could save that for oh, yeah. a future episode if we want to switch up into the Star Wars one now. Yeah, it's up to you guys. I just got to pee. Okay. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. All right. All right cool. Five go. minute break and we'll do our Star Wars episode. Cool. Uh, I'm cool. just going to close us out. Uh, thank you for joining us at Beard and Board. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Beard and Board Podcast. You can uh, reach out to us at the Beard and Board Gmail.com. Uh, why did I say .com? I don't know. I'm 90 years old. Uh, and we're constantly trying to grow the, uh, the network now that we've established what we're doing here. So uh, please take the time, go to iTunes, rate and review us. It's going to help us uh, just find other people. Specifically, if you're in Iceland, we love you very much. Thank you for your support. And Norway, uh, we broke our heart. Uh, <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> awesome. Five minute break. Cool. Yeah, yeah. cool.